This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. All right, maybe not the chapel, more like the courthouse. A hundred years ago, one of Hollywood's biggest heartthrobs got married at the Lake County Courthouse in Indiana, and he wasn't the only celebrity to tie the knot there. For the latest in our series, What's That Building?, we are headed to Crown Point, Indiana, once known as the Las Vegas of Indiana, due to the thousands of impromptu weddings that took place there in the 1920s and 1930s. Are you ready to elope? Our What's That Building? contributor, Dennis Rodkin, joins me now. Welcome back, Dennis. Hi, Sasha. Are you ready? I'm I'm totally ready. Let's go. It's only 39 miles. We can be back soon. We can be back just in time for the second hour. Uh, So take us back to the 1910s, 20s, and 30s, Dennis. What was life like in the, the greater Chicago region back then? Um, well, so Crown Point was 39 miles away, and it was easier. You could get married in Indiana with no waiting time. Um, there was waiting time in Chicago and most of Illinois. Uh, for a while, Waukegan was also a marriage mill, but it, the state laws changed. You needed a waiting time, a waiting period between getting your marriage license and getting married. Three days, sometimes six weeks. And in Indiana, that wasn't required. The nearest county courthouse to Chicago in Indiana is the Lake was the Lake County Courthouse in Crown Point. So drive 39 miles. We've met at a party. We are, as the Tribune reported often, drunk out of our minds. Yeah. And we think it'd be fun to go get married. Yeah. So we drive down to Crown Point. Oh, we know not, the best license. ideas don't come out of those types of nights, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's actually how it all comes to good. an end, as you know, from that we'll talk about later. So people would jump in the car, drive down, and there wasn't, a, of course, an, uh, a, a, a tollway then. You were driving down on surface roads down to Crown Point, get a marriage license. And one of the problems was you had to get the marriage license by about 5 p.m. from the county clerk. Oh. Um, but the justice of the peace might have a line. The justice of the peace would marry you. They, they of course, were not city officials. They were um, private. They, they would marry you 24 hours a day. So a lot of people got even drunker between getting the marriage license, and getting married. Oh, my goodness. This does not apply to Rudy Valentino. As far as we know, they got married in the middle of the day. Yeah. They had a completely different reason we'll discuss for getting married there. Yeah, well, so I'm just I'm still blown away by the fact that we just ended up with this mini Las Vegas in Indiana for some yeah, reason. Which is, it was kind of fun. It, the, the other term that people used that was more traditional, especially because Las Vegas essentially didn't even exist then, was Gretna Green because there's a town in Scotland that was known. You could cross the border and get married quickly. So there were a lot of towns um, on the borders in Indiana, border of Ohio, border of Kentucky, border of Illinois, that were thought of that, that were called Gretna Greens. But ah. because Las Vegas is really our much more famous marriage mill, that's what it's come to be called. Well, you've already mentioned Valentino. Tell us more about the notable celebrities that got married at Crown Point. You know, it's actually it's really interesting. Um, so Rudolph Valentino married his second wife, who was named Winifred Hudnut. Um, they had to do it because uh, he had divorced his first wife, married this woman in Mexico, goes back to California and gets arrested for bigamy because he hasn't been divorced long enough to get remarried. Uh-oh. So when he's when they are performing in Chicago, they go down to Crown Point and get married. Um, we also have Lewis Swift Jr., who was from the big meatpacking dynasty, got married there. 
Red Grange, one of the great football players out of the University of Illinois who played for the uh-huh. Bears, he got married there. Um, Beulah Anon, who is the the person after whom Roxy in the musical Chicago was yes. created, one of the women from Murderer's Row. Tom Mix, a silent movie star. Um, can we talk about the ones who didn't get married there? Yeah, sure. It, it's really interesting because um, you find a lot of mentions of Ronald Reagan marrying his first wife, Jane Wyman, there. And oh, is that not true? It didn't happen. Um, in the Wikipedia en- entry for the Crown Point Courthouse, they say, and by the way, this did not happen. But you find a lot of articles. They got married at a chapel in Los Angeles. They met on the set of a movie and they got married at a chapel in Los Angeles. They did appear on stage at the Chicago Theater around the time they got married. And somehow that morphs into uh. they got married in Crown Point. But the one that fascinates me is because this is actually in materials that are distributed by Crown Point. That Joe DiMaggio got his wedding marriage license there to the the not to Marilyn Monroe his other marriage, and it, it, it could be true, but both of his weddings took place in San Francisco. So did oh. you get the marriage license here and then and go there, carry and... it in your pocket because you're going to get married Interesting. later? Interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that that didn't happen. I haven't been able to confirm that it did not. Of course, it's harder to prove that something didn't happen. Right. Than that, that is true. Did. Um, but he, both of his weddings were in San Francisco. And a couple references there. Uh, of alcohol. These were sometimes called gin weddings. Gin weddings. Right? Yeah. I don't know how many of these were gin weddings <laughs> and we know Rudolph Valentino's weren't. But so we're talking celebrities, but there were literally hundreds of couples a month who would drive down from Chicago, the Chicago area. Um, and this was a problem all over the country. Um, may have been especially true in, in Chicago because we were such a wild partying city in the 20s. Gin marriages were basically, we meet at a gin party one night and we say, hey, wouldn't it be fun to get married? And we drive down to right. um, Crown Point. And do we know what these weddings looked like? Uh, well, so you, the, the building we, we have sort of hung this on is the county courthouse where you would go to the clerk and get your license. And then you'd walk out the door. Um, the, the courthouse is in one of those classic town squares. It's in the middle on an island of ground. And then around it is the downtown area of Crown mm-hmm. Point. So you would walk out of the courthouse, and on your way out, you could see at least six offices of justices of the peace. And so you'd go to one of them, and that man generally would perform a wedding. If none of those worked for you, there was also a gas station on your way back to Chicago that served as a wedding chapel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. It's a lot like... Uh, Sounds Las super Vegas. convenient. Yeah, it really yeah. was. And But one of the problems with these weddings, going back to the idea of a gin wedding, is you read a lot of descriptions of the justice of the peace is laughing while the bride is basically falling down or being held up by her, uh, either the, the groom or her friends. Um, there was a long expose in the Tribune uh, in the 1930s that described primarily women as saying, I was either... I was too drunk to really care what happened, mm. or I was so drunk I had no idea what happened. Both problematic. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of these marriages ended in divorce or annulment. Yeah. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are telling you the story of the Lake County Courthouse in Crown Point, Indiana. It was incredibly popular with Chicagoans and celebrities back in the 1920s and 30s. 
Why? Well, it seemed that everyone wanted to get married there. Architecture sleuth Dennis Rodkin is here, has given us all the stories, telling us about the building and why it became this hub for speedy marriages 100 years ago. So let's talk about the building itself, yeah. Dennis. I mean, the, the architecture. When was it built? What style are we talking about here? The first piece of it was built in 1878. It's, it's giant. You've seen the photos. It's this giant Georgian Romanesque. Huge. It's a classic county courthouse for the Midwest. Uh, first part of it built in 1878, wings added in subsequent decades. Um, it's red, it, it, it's brick, and it's also painted red with hundreds, dozens at least, if not hundreds, of roof brackets that are painted. Looks very Victorian. Yeah. Big, big central tower, two other towers. I mean, it really looks like... It's a beautiful building. It is. It's gorgeous. It looks like, you know, the county courthouse in a movie maybe a movie about a runaway bride or a, or a runaway an elopement. Yeah. Um, beautiful building. It was designed by a Chicago architect, John Cochran, who also designed the um, Capitol buildings for both Illinois and Iowa and the Cook, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Cook County Hospital, which oh. are very imposing. So there's some mon- Chicago influence yeah. on the design of this building. Right. Oh, John Cochran. Interesting. Uh, You can see beautiful photos, by the way, to the folks listening, and uh, a really great in-depth article from Dennis. It's all online right now on the homepage at WBEZ.org. So I understand that the waves of people, Dennis, that were getting married at the Lake County Courthouse, that eventually slowed down. You know, and and what the um, head of the Historical Society down there said to me is that it, it really sort of had to, because, again, a lot of people are driving down here drunk, right? At one point... Um, the Chicago Tribune reported that Chicago was a thousand times the size of Crown Point by population, but had only seven times, uh, but had less than seven times the number of weddings. So, wow. I mean, okay. it really was, it was insane. And and as I said, you could go to the gas station and get married. There was a whole thing. There was, there was really an industry that had sprung up and there comes to be a real dark side. Not only is there a lot of drunkenness and um, there's this amazing expose by a Tribune reporter, Louise Bargelt, who goes through the divorce and annulment records in Chicago, and she's finding all this stuff I was talking about. But at the same time, Indiana required, so worse than that is Indiana law required that a woman be 18 to get married. Mm -hmm. She found records of of girls 15 and 14 getting married down there. Um, I found articles from years before her expose where the Tribune just says, this 15-year-old girl got married in Crown Point, doesn't mention the name of the age of the groom, and doesn't seem to think it's bad that a 15-year-old girl has gotten married. So it's gotten out of control, and there is also this question of um, hygienic marriage. You know, if we get married the night night we meet, it's very likely that venereal disease ends up being transmitted, and and there was Mm. a huge push to uh, stop this. So eventually... The Indiana Supreme Court in 1938 rules that a woman cannot get married in an Indiana county unless she is a resident of that county. Oh, okay. This is actually a law that had been on the books since the 1850s, but they'd apparently just been ignoring it. Um, And there was, there is a lot of talk about how then a lot of women would like get a hotel room in Gary for a week, which was sort of an end run around it. But, you know, Nearby. really the thrill is gone from the immediate, the instant marriage. So so briefly, before I let you go, talk about today. What, what's the Lake County Courthouse like today? I know there's some historic artifacts 
on display? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the county clerk's office, where you would have gotten these licenses, um, is now where the Historical Society is based. Uh, they actually There's the desk there where you would have signed, a, signed your license, um, where people like after this was all shut down, Muhammad Ali was married there. Uh, I'm sorry, got his wedding license there. Michael Jackson's parents got their license there. This is John after. Catherine. Yeah, okay. they were actually residents of uh, Muhammad Ali's bride yeah. and Michael Jackson's parents were residents of the county. So they're not part of that craziness of earlier years. That desk is there um, and you and the clerk's windows are there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other stuff sort of piled there now. They're sorting through a lot and of things. And we can visit. We can see this. But you can go and visit and you can. I mean, I think it would be really fun to sort of sign your wedding vows on that desk or something they can't cool. it's not a clerk's office so they can't issue a license anymore but just to say you've been there yeah <laughs> say you've been there and and somehow our wedding is tied to muhammad ali's and rudolph Valentino's valentino and, yeah. yeah that's crane chicago business reporter and what's that building contributor dennis rodkin thank you dennis thanks Sasha. always interesting